Hello everyone and welcome to another live DLP report podcast. This is week I don't even know. Four. Week four. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are we counting like show weeks or are we counting lockdown weeks or <laughs> Is it the is it the fifth anniversary of Run Disney or the fifth edition? You tell me. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the fourth anniversary of the live podcast. No. No, it's no, the it's fifth four, edition. <laughs> Is it the fifth live podcast? No, it's the fourth live podcast. Yeah. No, it's the fifth. We started on the 23rd, then did the 30th, 6th, 12th, and 20th. Five. Oh, well, there you go. I, I have a calendar. I didn't just know it. Well, we had ben, one on like a Sunday, so. Are you on rosé, red, red, and white tonight, Ben? Uh, today I'm on beer because, uh, because Jeff hooked me up with this uh, beer club. So there you go. If you must wow. know everything, and, and today, <laughs> today I have a new microphone. Cup? So, oh, you wow. still have some left. I have some left. Yes. Have you drank all your beer club, David? Mine were gone weeks ago. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I get a new one tomorrow. I didn't bother cancelling because I'm like, well, it's beer coming to the door. So, Darren, Darren, this is what it feels like to not be in the club because I'm like, I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> uh, well, Darren can club. be in the club because he lives in the UK, is... but Patrick, you can't be in the club. Oh yeah, I could send Darren some beer. A beer? Is it a gin club? I can join that. Uh, it's not. Club. It's no gin. No, no Darren. Uh... There, there is a gin club. I keep getting appetizers for it. Ooh, I'll join a gin club. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. yeah no, not a problem. Well, that is a great start yeah, of the show, guys. Thank you for that. <laughs> See you later. Have a nice week, everyone. Thanks for coming. You've now tuned into the beer podcast. Uh, no, anyways, <laughs> welcome. We're back for some random nonsense, as usual. Uh, and let's do, let's do the rounds. Uh, Jeff from TMP Town Square, hello. Hello. Also known as the Beer Master. Uh, we have Patrick, also known as the Game Master. Hi. Thank you. I was just take a sip of drink, so thanks for coming to my second. I thought you were maybe having your quiche that you were baking, because later we'll be talking about quiche, you'll see. Um, and <laughs> Elliot, Elliot from Elliot, who's been writing essay, so the... I don't oh, know. Stones. My brain's fried. What else is new? Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> David, uh, David, uh, the uh, beer club member. Hello. <laughs> Hi, David. Hi. Um, and we have Darren, Beatty's number one fan. Thanks. I got a call back. Thank you very much for having and, me. Yeah, exactly. You know, it takes a lot. I mean, we we don't just invite anyone on this podcast. Uh, and we I'm, didn't scare him away. I'm kidding. It's anyone, a anyone, anyone can come on the show. <laughs> At this point, I'll just, anyone, just anyone can come on. So. It's lockdown, so you know. Um, yeah. And that's it, right? Did, so I forget, I did I forget anyone? No, no, that's it. Because Richie is working. Richie he's has a, a job outside key, his home. He's a key worker. A so, key worker. Yeah. We stand outside and clap for Richie every Thursday. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for him. Just for him. You know, I have a cool story. I have a friend who uh, does uh, lighting design, and obviously he's got no, uh, and it's not Maddie, uh, and he's got obviously no work, and um, he wanted to do to keep busy and do something good for the community, and so he got hired as a Tesco <clears throat> delivery driver, and he's been going upstairs with groceries for like a month now, and he's completely knackered. But I don't know. Yeah. Lots really of people cool. at Apple are working at the Nightingale Hospital. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Anyways, we're not, here to, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about <laughs> Disneyland <Yeah>. Paris. <laughs> we're not here to talk about beer. <laughs> Uh, so someone from our team went on Saturday, all within the allowed one kilometer, and I don't know, there's like hours. It's so complicated. And he had his notes. Anyway, uh, went around the parks. Everything is still there. So that's the news. Did uh, you see that the the the, the clock what, on the what did the notes say? The Disneyland hotel uh, clock is not actually uh, like plugged in or something because it was like three o'clock and it was like seven o'clock. So welcome to not having wow. the, the welcome to like having the clock like Small World for the next four years. On our oh, they didn't Uh-oh. they didn't put like a couple of euros in the meter then. <laughs> no, they just turned off the lights <laughs> and left. Or not kind of. Well, it's it's Earth it's Earth Week. They're saving money. But you know there is there's like a. <laughs> There is a guy who's the clock master of the Disneyland Hotel, and he goes around and takes care of all the antique clocks and everything. Maybe he takes care of that one too, and he's at home. He's There was there was a there was a feature about that. I think it was like it was before Inside Ears, right? Jeff, you will remember that, no? Um, ooh, maybe. There was I, a thing about it, the clock, not, the not, clock master. Is, that would be a good feature. An, I'm no, going to pitch sure it to them. An, I'm sure it's in the 25th anniversary book. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. I think it is, actually. Is yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's in the book. But I feel like we had, like, a video or... Uh, I don't know. This was Oh, maybe. maybe. All the things roll into one. Exactly. And let's hope things aren't going to get all rolled into one in November. Um, in October, sorry. <laughs> October, November. Months. Just one of them, What please. is What is time... <laughs> I don't even let's, know. Let's have well, Hallow Christmas and let's just have Halloween and Christmas at the exact same time. Well, I was saying, a... I was saying the other day that everyone mocked the uh, the AP party theme last year, but who's laughing now? Well, well, so true. So so glad I got to see all those things one last time before they're gone forever. So um, th- sorry, I'm distracted because my neighbor. Is playing some kind of like virtual game, you know, with the headsets, but like outside on these oh, terrace, which is really? I was like, <laughs> which is kind like, of funny can, to see. How can you see your neighbor? I was like, what? What's no, happening? He's, he's out on the like, terrace, oh. and I'm like, I feel like, isn't there a risk of him like falling over or something? Anyway, I, I would be scared. <laughs> right? yeah, keep, keep watching. Keep watching. They might. I know we might have like <laughs> live news. So, um. So obviously, uh, I mean, we kind of just go around in circles with these questions, but, you know, the seasons now, uh, the more we go in time, the less likely we'll have a summer season. It's a bit, you know. Um, I think if anyone's holding out for if uh, if anyone's holding out for a summer season, like I don't mean to, to sound disrespectful, but like just even looking at the delays that they're giving in France, there's absolutely like it's a pipe dream. There's no way in like. If they do like a little mini thing, they might just be, like kind of keep their promise that they might have done something. But I, I, I would hundred percent be surprised if they did. Well, I feel like, um, and I think this is a Minto question with with anyone who can answer in the chat. Like, I feel like um, uh, Jungle Book Jive is uh, the vast majority of performers are CDIs; they're permanent cast so so every character is but the dancers some of them it's half and half so some of them come in just for the show and half of them work there already um but of course all of our disney friends are there all the time um so they would be able to jump in if needed 
Um, but obviously the uh, what's it called? The drummers would be an issue. Gold Diva as well. He's not around. And Gold Diva as well is not around. She just makes a very special visit. I mean, can she so, just like, come back? I mean, we're, we the, the resort is very good friend with Goldiva and all her friends. <laughs> I have, um, if you I have know a, what I mean. Probably, <laughs> I have a bigger question. Um, even if we are in the parks in the summer, uh, what's the likelihood of a being allowed to do a hub show, very and then true. b even if they do do a hub show, <clears throat> do people want to stand in the hub? I would. Well, even, I mean, in, I would even just... in France at the minute, in France at the minute, like there's concerts that are meant to be like festivals and concerts that are meant to be happening in like uh, end of July, mid August, and they're all cancelled as it is already. So, like I, I personally, but the, again, just my only opinion. I have no like basis on this. I'd be one hundred percent surprised if the park was open before September. Yeah, I, I think agree. we're going to go straight into a Halloween season. I think. I mean, wasn't there an article released today where the American parks might not be open until 2021? I'm sure I might have read that somewhere. Yeah, but remember, like, everyone's just guessing. No one actually yeah. knows. I feel like even at Disney, people are still guessing. Like, I'm sure they're working on various scenarios, but, you know. Um, Same way, like, in governments and things. Like, I think they're just working through whatever they've got. And at the moment, they're just saying, I don't know, and I think they're panicking. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, pe- people, are, it's all scenario planning at the moment, isn't it? It's, it? Every scenario is planned, is being planned, but not a single person knows. Even, as you say, at Disney, nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think theme parks will be probably very low down the list of things. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I mean, maybe, you know, families won't want to come for a holiday if there's no seasonal entertainment and everything, but I would happily go for a weekend this summer with, like, vanilla park, you know, nothing but shops, restaurants, and attractions. Just, yeah, know. but if they say, well, you're still going to do social distancing, um, how are you going to enforce that in a ride queue? That's going to be really difficult to do. Right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Does like he... Tesco's, isn't it, with the, with the tape on the floor? Oh God. Can you imagine the <laughs> link? No. Can you imagine being in a mountains queue? It's gonna go from like the entrance of the attraction to like Disney Village. It'll be yeah. a light, for every ride. Oh. oh please no, please no. Like, yeah, you, you, know, you still was... get people gathering outside, don't you? Outside each yeah. ride, and yeah. still, it's still gonna have that close. congregation of people. It's a real problem. Remember they closed Rock and Roller Coaster and like they gave everyone a fast pass and they're like, come back during your fast pass. And what people did was they just spent like five hours in front of the attraction waiting for their fast pass. So like there, there's no real like manageable way that they can make people not queue. Yeah. Well, I was thinking um, now would be a great time for, you know, their great IT team to like push digital fast pass. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I have this theory that, like, if you give every cast member, every greeter at the entrance of every attraction, if you give them a mobile device that just, like, scans people's phones, and then you just select the attractions that you want, and then when you come in, you show your barcode, and they just scan your barcode, and then you can come in. And then all the attraction would be, you know, no standby. Just, like, you have to get a reservation for the attraction that you want to do, and... As you get into the park, you pick attractions you want, and to get in, you just scan your barcode at the entrance. I feel like a system like that wouldn't be that hard to implement, but of course, maybe. So that's the thing. But with this app, so like, I have to be honest, 
the stuff that's on there quite now, like they're slowly getting to a place where everything there is quite well made. There's just not enough of it and it's growing at too slow a pace. But like they launched that kind of itinerary planning thing the other day and I have to say, like, it was quite well made, you know? Right, but I mean, on the list of things that we need, exactly. it's kind of it's like at the end of it. Like, exactly. Is, I understand that this is much easier to make, obviously, than a whole, you know, fast pass system. No, but the thing is, yeah, now they have a Disney account implemented. But like, why yeah. waste time on that? Like, I mean, like, does does anyone yeah, really think, use that? I think the I, thing is that we we're kind of ex- like, for your idea to work, it's a great idea, but we would need literally what. 27 years or 28 years of like advanced technical advancements in like two and a half months yeah and also probably millions of euros of investment when the park currently has an income of nothing right no of course yeah. of course that's me is you know that's the fan in me dreaming of what's possible uh, yeah. And also, um, what's going on? What's going to happen to you know Studio D and uh, the factory? The what is it called again? The Dream Factory. Dream factory. The, I, I hope that still well. happens. I'm really looking forward to that. I know, me too. I feel like I feel like the show's going to be really good. Um, and all the other the things. costumes look fantastic. Yes, like, and the what set, we've seen look really good. And the set looks really good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I mean, sure I think that's too far along to be cancelled like they might as well like they've got more to lose by not doing it right right no definitely it's gonna happen because also it's kind of a permanent attraction just like i feel like animation celebration is gonna come back as well maybe not the first week i don't even know oh yeah animation celebration that's gonna be a really difficult one because because we're crammed into the room in there yeah and everyone's standing and stuff and if you reduce capacity it's gonna be a a nightmare yeah i don't know who's in charge of you know, dealing with those scenarios, if it's like Daniel, I don't want to be there or anyone, but yeah, I mean, they must have a really tough job right now. I suppose uh, oh, theatres are a bit easier, like Annie Magie, isn't it? Because you can close off certain seats and have distancing to some aspect. Is the queuing getting into places that's that's quite yeah, a problem? Yeah, you can. But this is when you think about it as well. Disney parks have been like the king of please use all available space. And right. shifting away from that is going to be really weird. It's a different mindset, isn't it? Completely. Yeah. And in, in, in my experience, some of our continental brothers aren't very good at the concept of personal space anyway. <laughs> so, I don't think um, anybody, think, anybody is in a theme park, are they? I mean, that's, 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 that's just crowds wanting to get in with and stick together, isn't it? That's, it's always a push. Yeah, people that's would, why I it's not easy. Every, every inch of space that you leave in front of you, people would try to get in there. And that's why I think tourist attractions, and I'm not just talking theme parks, this probably applies to museums and things as well. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I think they'll be probably the last things to come back. They really should be, though. Like, they're, they're the least essential of all. Th- I mean, I love Disneyland, but it's the least essential thing of all places in the world. Dude, Disneyland right is there. absolutely essential. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> essential to my happiness. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. probably, some, probably somewhere like Florida is essential because that's their entire industry isn't it yeah yeah i have no doubt that the parks and things will recover though and like everything will be fine it's just a question of when yeah because i still think there's a i still think in general like it's still quite a desirable holiday and like when i've seen i'm looking at all these like facebook groups and whatever and everyone's like when can i go to disneyland again i'm like okay like people want to go but they just know that they can't 
I think like, for many people, once we're out of this, it might be their treat. Like, okay, you've done really well. Let's go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if people realize that you know when the lockdown ends, like normal life doesn't come back. Like it's it's no. gonna be it's gonna be social distancing and still a lot of those things for months, probably for all summer. And so all this is gonna have to be weaved into running a theme park. It's just gonna be crazy. But we'll see. I think, I think there'll be two camps of people. There'll be people who'll rush back straight away, and there'll be people who'll like be quite cautious that won't want to go out to big public spaces for a little while until they see what happens. Yeah. So all, some people will need a lot of convincing to start going back to do these things, yeah. I think. I agree with, I can't remember which of the financial institutions it was. One of them said that I, it would take two years, maybe in year one it will be about 50% attendance. And then year two, it'll be back. From JP no, because she thought it would be more, that it'd be quicker than that. She was like, oh, it's no. going to be reopened in June. Oh, she did say that. It was was another one. It was from Wolf's something. I can't remember. Um, But 50% next year sounds plausible, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But that that is only about 7 million guests, which is a lot less than we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. I think people will come back. It says you're going to be there in 1992 all over again. 7 million (laughs) guests. Where is everybody? (laughs) But see, Ash says, Ash says he's very much in the playing it safe camp, even though he's a big fan. But he says also that Patrick will be nagging him to go as soon as the gate opens again, which is true. Ash, but then where does, that, go, where does that sort of go. He'll, Ash will go and he'll be glad to go. So he says that, but he'll be like, right, okay. And then he'll say, I'll be there at 8, and then he rocks up at 11. I'm like, right, great. You, um, know, you know your Pat- friend. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> hi, Ash. I miss you so much. Um, <laughs> And there's also um, there's also someone something that we haven't heard from in a while. It's uh, Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. Uh, I feel like right. an announcement is due. So whoever well, you're doing pretty well on getting on. like one a week at the moment, right? Right. So last but week I mean, we got Pride and Electroland. Friday went by, it was and then else. today went by, and I feel like you know it's about time that we hear from. Hotel New York, because obviously it's not opening on June 15, and it's still saying room for June 15 at check today. Um, I so, mean, you can yeah. still book for Buffalo Bill for tomorrow, so. <laughs> right, but did you try to go through the entire thing? Because I tried to book a fast pass for today, and it said it was available, and clicked, and then at the end it says, sorry, your selection is no longer available. Okay, I'm going to try it now. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Maybe they've but just removed the inventory, but not the counter. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> on the topic of Marvel, are they going to really want to be opening their shiny new Marvel land for the projected attendance of 50% less? Will they even be uh, built by then? <laughs> I, I think it'll, they could have it ready by then if they wanted to, because I'm sure they're looking at construction resuming soon in France, I think I read somewhere, like once the lockdown ends. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, feel so... like, I feel like if it opens in summer 2021, like by then, if we don't have like, I don't know, another virus or if it's not back next winter, um, I feel like attendance will be there. Could you imagine if this uh, back next winter? Like, holy crap. Because like, if this comes back next winter, <laughs> at least we won't have to deal with Frozen Season 2. That's, a, that's like, not... <laughs> that is, that think... is a positive. <laughs> There's a couple of things with the Marvel Hotel. I think one... Um, opening a new hotel which is going to cost them a lot of money and a lot of staffing costs things like that um when your projected attendance is probably about 50 percent is probably not the greatest idea 
Um, also, you will probably not be able to have your nice, big, flashy opening weekend because uh, it's going to be really impractical to do all of that with everyone standing two meters apart. What if they just pause construction for a little bit and then resume it next January and then just open it in tandem with the land? Mm. That could be a great promotional thing, couldn't it? If they, because if it depends when construction it, yeah. starts, doesn't it? If, it's, if, they if they've lost two or three months, they can catch up see, really I see. well on that. I see it differently. I feel like inventory. I feel like they should finish the hotel and open just a Disneyland hotel and 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 Marvel. I feel like, for example, Newport is not going to reopen until next year, just because it's, it's 19, a huge hotel and it's, 19, it takes a lot of people. And it's, if they don't need the capacity, I feel like they're going to open like Sequoia, Cheyenne, New York, and and Disneyland Hotel. Like I feel like they're not going to open Santa Fe, and they're not going to open Newport, for example. I feel like they're gonna. This is this is going to be like a, this staggered opening. It's going to be kind of I think you said it last week, isn't it? It's like the reverse of when they close. So the village opens, hotels, and and then we slow, slowly get get back over over a certain amount of months. Yeah. Well, this is what Shanghai's been doing, right? So you can now go to Disney Town, and you can have your um, whatever it is, cheesecake factory. But as long as you've got your face mask on and all of that kind of eat? stuff. Oh, we got to take it off to eat, of course. I wish we could, I wish we could have Cheesecake Factory. Like, who, who is going to rush back to Disney Village and be like, oh, Disney Village is finally open. Let's let's go quickly. Like, Pro- probably I'm everybody, because we just, we just want to get outside and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to take my Eurostar two hours just to go to an S diner. I'll go to the Val de Robe Mall before I go to just robot, robot pizza. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of pizza. pizza. There's a lot of people in in Ceres just desperate to get out and go somewhere. I know. I think we have quite a few in the chat. Hello, Ceres people. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> I think there's not much to do there. I mean, just in general, when everything's open, apart from Disneyland and the mall, but like now it's literally you just kind of in the middle of the other fields, kind of. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Ceres is a good point in the uh, in the chat, by the way, because. You know, we say, oh, opening the Marvel Hotel next June will be great because it'll be in the same time as the Avengers Campus. Um, except saying, well, what if the Avengers Campus is pushed back? No, but yeah. I think Avengers, I think Avengers Campus was almost sort of ready, going to be ready like April, May ish. That was the original, if, yeah. So now it's going like, to be maybe like be July, June, July. So you know, yeah. Because I feel like we, we all feel like we've been in lockdown for like six months. But you know, it's been about a month, month and a half. <laughs> oh, the longest month of my life. I feel like, um... But you know what I mean? Like, I feel so, so really the project should only be... And construction is starting again in France. Because like uh, construction, for example, in Val d'Europe is picking up this uh, today. has started again very slowly. Oh, so they're so allowed to start again today? Well, in Val d'Europe, some of the buildings that are being made have started again today but obviously it's subject to being able to get the contractors get the resources get the deliveries and all that stuff so obviously it's really you know and supply yes yeah, supply chain isn't it that they've got to catch yeah. up on so that's yeah. that's all delayed but they have started uh bringing back workers on a construction site in Val d'Europe but I don't know I don't know what's going on at Disney obviously because like if they were smart and they sort of took their workers from New York and um, 
cars thing and then put them on Avengers Campus, they could make up the time and then sort of resume work on New York next January. They could do because because the foundations are out of the ground, so that was right? yeah. all the kind of groundwork. It's all going up, isn't it? So the so the well, big look, work, look, look, big work is d- all done. California Avenger, like the they have had like they're like obviously a lot closer to opening than we are. But I feel like even when I was there, it was like there was a lot of structures that were up, but it didn't look like anything was majorly anywhere near finished so like yeah, i like i feel like i feel like because i go well because i when i used to go because obviously i don't go anymore but when i used to go i'd always go and be like I'd, I'd always go up to like the wall and be like hoping that like this would be the week that oh my god that's like you can see a building is nearly there blah, blah blah but like they're still very much on like skeleton stuff like very bare basic skeleton stuff so i don't know how like I don't know. I, I, I'm obviously not a builder, so I have no idea what's going on. I feel like, like looking, it, at, for looking at projects like Star Wars um, Lands, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like, I feel like it goes really fast at first, and then you have like a long period where you feel like nothing's happening, maybe because a lot is happening yeah. inside, or it's very structural, or that kind of stuff. And then, all of a sudden... You have like all the buildings get cladded and everything gets painted, and next thing you know, the land is almost ready in like two months. Maybe, what if, maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know. Uh, I think that's what, what it is. Pause? As soon as the wall, the walls are up and the roof is on, it's watertight, and then it does it ramps up massively. What yeah, if they pause, pause everything for a while? Because obviously, there's no money coming into basically the whole company at the moment. There's Disney Plus and Disney Store, and that's about all they're taking. What if until they start bringing money in again, they just pause everything? And maybe that's not a decision taken in Paris. That could be a decision taken in Burbank. Then they get all bring back. I feel like all this is paid already. You know, like I feel like all those those construction contracts, like they're all they all like budgeted and paid off already. They they have like yeah, some some big contracts they're in, isn't it? Yeah, it's not easy to get out of. I don't think they pay them like month to month. You know, it's uh, I feel like all this stuff is like earmarked years in advance and like put off the credit lines like from three years ago or something i don't know just my obviously maybe but they they paused everything in um they paused everything in florida for instance before the lockdown took place so it is clearly a decision that disney could take yeah probably probably could then make a cry safety but didn't they do that in Hong Kong as well? They like stopped Hong Kong a long time ago. No, Hong Kong is still going. They're the only park. Oh, but they they years. stopped they stopped a long time ago and then they started back up because a lot like I know a couple of months ago they like paused. Is that castle ready yet? Because I am ready for it. Do you see the photo? They've nearly got the moat in that ready now. Yeah, I don't like their castle, but that's another topic. <gasps> I just feel like, do you know when you're outside and you're walking in and you can see the train station and then behind it you can see this massive spire? It just ruins the whole sightline of the whole thing. Oh, like, because sorry. the park was not, was not built to have a castle that high. I feel like the I know, train station needs to be good. redone. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, sorry, but it's just a big dick measuring contest. They looked at Shanghai and went, oh, that's a bit bigger. Need bigger now here. A yellow castle. No thanks. No, I prefer the first concept art where it was pink was cute. It is, a bit, it, it is a bit orange, isn't it? It's a bit yeah, orange. I don't like that. Maybe with the weather, it will, because you know ours used to be pink, and now it's white. So um, maybe <laughs> theirs is going to be like a lighter color. Um, beige. Of beige. <laughs> uh, okay. I feel like I should put, first for Hong Kong. They should put a hotel at the entrance. Everything will be fine. I know. 
Where's the dis- but the Disneyland the Hotel in Hong Kong is really on the side, right? It's by the water, from what I remember. Yeah, the photos. Bay, yeah. Um, which but is like, interesting. I can't, with DLP, they were like, aha, what a success formula this is. Hotel at the entrance. Ooh, great. This is a great entrance. But then they never did it again. Anyway. I remember that Disneyland Paris basically had a blank check. True. Yeah. All the good days. <laughs> that, hasn't happened. that hasn't happened again. <laughs> I was going to say it was the first and last time that this happened. Can't think why. No. <laughs> that, could be, that could be a quiz question. <laughs> when was the first and last time Disneyland Paris got a blank check? 1989. Do you know like the lose, the lose are saying on the prices, right? Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I maybe, um, maybe uh, uh, Space Mountain they had a good, uh, they had a good check for it. People do forget though that Disneyland Park costs the same as Disney Sea. Like, yeah, yeah but the difference was is that the Oriental Land Company were paying for Disney Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyways, so is that the roundup of the news? Did we learn anything else? Well, uh, we could talk about um, pride. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, well, yeah, we haven't actually started. We haven't actually started on the news yet. We've just gone on the round of a gin beer <laughs> and then. Wishless of opening. That was that was going to happen. Um, yeah, it's Still... been postponed until next year. But I'm let's st- be honest, it's cancelled. I'm still not going to say who the other performer is in case they get the person for next year um, oh really oh so we're still saying it's still mika we're, we're still playing mika songs well there's mika on, on, on maybe the... mika will be back and then the, the second one uh hopefully will be able to come but um, we'll, 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 fast. we'll have an online pride on on the day yeah. in june yeah. well instead. all the prides all the prides got cancelled london amsterdam new york everything's cancelled Will there be assless chaps in this one? Because remember that dude that took off his like. Oh my god! Kind of you know, Disney security <laughs> jumped on him. I think faster than like I don't know. <laughs> uh, but someone managed to get a photo before. Was it you, Darren? I don't know. Someone got a photo. <laughs> this, this guy just like dropped his pants in the middle of like DLP Pride. But like literally, that was like the only incident. I thought people were very well behaved, and it was very like you know family fun. It was a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. it was a very it's good really vibe. really good vibe. Very, yeah. like, lots of love and lots of fun. And, uh, yeah, it was good. So, oh, whose dog is that? That's mine. He's Not hungry. Hi, Woody. <laughs> Hi, Woody. But it will be back next year. <laughs> I'll be back next year. As as the announcement said, it's been postponed to next year, which... <laughs> when they were going to do it anyway, so it's cancelled until now. <laughs> That's something that don't have to, like reimburse people and say oh well you can just book for next year because it's coming back next year no well, they're reimbursing yeah that's what i thought it was going to be i thought they were saying postpone because they were going to be like well you know if you want to cancel contact us but otherwise your ticket will be valid next year but no they just refunded everyone and the money came literally in, like in a day it was quite uh, impressive so oh has it been returned i didn't check that's good yeah. that's good to know yeah. i mean I, i'd have been quite happy to have rolled it over but i understand there's, there's all sorts of logistics and it's risks attached to that it's it's like thursday or something treat yourself a nice bottle of gin you'll be ground 
<laughs> I'll do that. I'll pop up to the Tesco's Express shortly yeah. during <laughs> oh, a musical break. Your Tesco Express? Oh, that, that's the, that was an expensive refund if you're able to shop there. Sorry. <laughs> um, and of course, Electroland also got cancelled. I hope they keep the same lineup because this year's lineup was really good. So hopefully they keep But it was obvious that this was coming because this came about, what, two days after Macron uh, came on French television. I said, well, sorry, guys, uh, all big events until mid-July at the earliest are cancelled. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about the day before, even before they announced it, that it was, was, yeah, it was kind of a short It's it's kind of a shame with Electroland because that was a cool theme, wasn't it, with villains? Yeah. I wonder if they'll just keep that. Maybe they'll just keep that, yeah. I hope Um, so, because that, not that I was going, but to have seen it and... And what they'd have done with that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a bit like Halloween in July type of thing, which is kind of fun. You know? What, yeah. I... Who, says the, who says the villains can only come in October? They can come all year. <laughs> I uh, think they'll be back. I hope they'll be back. Um, now, yeah, the next question is... is, are we running in September or are we not running in September? Oh. 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 Mm. No. Uh, I'm saying actually, no. I think it's too yeah. early to say. Just even thinking of the corrals, think of the corrals and how everyone's like. I don't want to stand in a corral now. Not like that. that. It's like worst. It's like the worst type of. It's like the worst type of like. It's like <laughs> cattle. It's the cattle pen. So like, there's no way they can do it safely. They don't even have like even if they wanted to, do they really even have the space to give every participant one meter to stand away from another one? Nope, it's not. No. It's also logistics, yeah. isn't it? Because they should probably start plant. The bibs would have been on sale this month. The planning for it, there's yeah. not, probably nobody in the office to actually plan the event. Or, and you or have to order make sure things. that um, that the security and things are fine because it goes out of the park. So you need the police on side. You need the ambulances. Yeah, like, you just don't know if they're going to be free yet. That's true. Also, the medals come from China, so <laughs> might be. We have to problem. Well, they've kind of reopened over there. I think that's the that's the least worrisome part. Just gotta, they've just got to get it here. Yeah, that's yeah. who will make sure who will make sure that like there's something wrong, like a fairy is in the wrong color, or there's not enough badges, yeah. or, yeah. or like something like it's written 2021 of that, and it's meant to be 2020. Or I don't know. God only knows what they'll think of next. But I feel Personally, like, not, I... not to downplay anyone's work, but I feel like the run weekend is kind of like copy-paste at this point. I feel like they found a good recipe, and maybe organizing is actually not that complicated. Don't they just, like, replicate the same thing every year? I don't know. Yeah, the, the formula's there, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But it's, but it's, but I, it's I think probably it the emergency services. Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. next year will actually be the fifth anniversary. A lot of paperwork and things. The fifth edition. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone in the chat says it's not going to happen, which sucks because I moved my I no. moved my Eurostar to that weekend because I had to pick a weekend to move them to. <laughs> but uh, I can come from uh, for uh, Heritage Days, which usually is that's well maybe. And um, and it should be the start of it should be the start of Halloween also because it starts a run Disney weekend this year. Um, ah, Ashton also makes a good, another good point because obviously for the half marathon. Everyone has to go to their GP to get a uh, medical certificate, and you do not want people to be going to their GPs just to get a piece of uh, the Everyone has to go to the GPs to get their medical certificate. Gosh, yeah, I didn't think of yeah. that one. Oh, my God, cast members I... are going to have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just hope that my Castle to Chateau medal gets rolled over to next year as well. For those who are doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you put yourself through the torture. Through a marathon at Disney World. Just, yeah. But I'm, I think they'll roll it over. Yeah, yeah. They've been pretty good, actually, across yeah. the board. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, um, let's take a musical break. Is there is there any more news? I feel like I've covered everything. I was going to talk about the watch parties, which is kind of a cool thing they're doing. Most of the videos Jeez, are actually yeah. not new, but I feel like maybe next this week, like Forest of Enchantment uh, and uh, Swing into Spring Show, I feel like these videos might be new. I don't know if they're already on. Yeah. I don't know we've ever got... Yeah. We've never had full versions of Forest of Enchantment and stuff like that. No, like, we haven't. High quality. So that would be exciting. And I think they're just wondering... digging into like what... the marketing slash archive of DLP. <laughs> just... I'm wondering what the swing into spring show it will be because they just said swing into spring didn't they and obviously no it's um it's the welcome to spring one so i think it's like the first year oh the first year it's not not goofy's garden party it's welcome to spring remember welcome to spring oh no i think that's the mary poppins one oh it is the mary poppins Poppins one yes that's right no it's the second year not the first year first year i thought thought yesterday's was great everybody was loving yesterday's it was a lot of fun did you see they had um on the floats they had little cameras prince the princess cam pirate cam they were really cool (laughs) the only thing that threw me on yesterday's was um they all get on the float and then start moving a little bit and then they're all back on the stage again yeah yeah And did anyone see Patrick? Patrick was in the video. Oh, yes. oh yeah, we're in the video. I didn't <laughs> see yeah. it. Yeah. I was actually standing at the pirate stage. You were time I've ever living seen. Living his best life. <laughs> so <laughs> off brand. His, no, he my, was, hands are, my hands are in my pockets. I'm like, I'm not enjoying any of this. You were, look, you were looking at, at um, Captain Hook just going, this isn't my team. It's just yeah. not my team. And then looking over to Betty, just going, no, that's was, my team. No, I was thinking, I was thinking, expletives me, expletives. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but Patrick's there. You can see him, a young Patrick, all that time ago, just there. You've, <laughs> you've, you've grown so much since then. Yeah, yeah. I don't even fit in that jacket anymore. That's how much I've grown. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, uh, Patrick, you, we're going to come back with you for the quiz. Um, yeah. yeah. After the break, it's the weekly quiz, and uh, it's going to be a mess as usual. Can't wait. And uh, simmer down, chat. Simmer down. I did my best. <laughs> and this, <laughs> this week for musical choice, uh, we're doing our favorite a- attraction soundtracks, and the first one is Jeff. Jeff, what have you chosen? Ooh, I could have picked two, really, but I picked this. I picked uh, Space Mountain de la Terra la Lune because it's well, good probably choice. Been- yeah, it's, it's probably really the good. best on-board piece of music that you're ever going to find in any theme park ever. It's just great. Absolutely. Yes. Don't, don't go like that, because then when I say my one, everyone's going to be like, what the garbage? Well, <laughs> I, Patrick, I know, you, I know yours, and yours is fun. Yours is like vintage. We'll see, we'll see which one it is later. But anyway, so we're going to play uh, Space Mountain de la Terra Lune, and we'll be back in two minutes.
So many memories with that song. It was my first visit in 1995. I came for this. <laughs> oh, really? For the opening? Or well, no, I mean, I came the uh, summer 1995, so it had been open for like a month or something, a month and a half. Um, cool. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard that story, but I, my godmother, who was probably like close to 70 at the time, um, took me because my parents didn't want to go because they said we had already been to Florida. And I was like, it's not the same. Anyway. Um, and uh, I, I told and her... And a fan was born. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, it's not the, it's same. Not the you same. You don't get it. <laughs> it's a different park. Um, One day it, I'll be running a Twitter account. Uh, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and I told my godmother that she had nothing to worry about. It was just a little family coaster <laughs> and it was no loops or anything. And she never went back on it. I think she had a good time. She did She did have a good time, but she was quite shaken up. She's like, I can't believe you did this to me. <laughs> I, I took my 70-year-old nan on Big Thunder Mountain. That's one of my favorite things, though, is like when you go into like Space Mountain and you see all these like Americans and like Japanese or Asian people, and they're like sitting in and like the the like the over overhead rest restraints come down over them. They're like, "What's happening?" They're like looking they're looking <laughs> around. Like, I'm like, "Yes, enjoy." Hi. <laughs> I love like watching vlogs of Americans who go and they get off it and they're like. Okay, so that's different than it is in Florida. <laughs> that's different, right? <laughs> Do you remember um, D- David Copperfield was at the opening, wasn't he, with, with his girlfriend? Was it Claudia Schiffer? I can't remember. Uh-huh. And? <laughs> Wait, is that the story? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That was oh, okay. it. <laughs> no, there, there was David Copperfield walking up Main Street on a red carpet towards towards it, and then... And then Went on the ride. It's a whole video of it somewhere. You know, uh, Space Mountain still makes me kind of like weird, you know, drowsy when I get out of it, no matter how many years I've been riding this thing. (laughs) For Uh, me, it's okay, except when I ride it and there's that one train that the audio just doesn't work on. Oh, that's so frustrating. Sometimes sometimes you get a great cast member and you tell them and they'll be like, okay, you can go again. But that, that happens like, you know, one in ten. No, usually when they, time. Like, they, they look at me and they're like, okay, what do you want me to do? Babe? See you later, the ex is over there. I'm like, great, talk yeah, to you later. Usually they say, oh, we'll let, we'll let the tech people know. Anyway. <laughs> um, quiz, quiz. Where's quiz. My, where's my quiz music? Oh, I have my quiz music. There you go. All right. So, uh, is I've there never a... heard this quiz music. It's, it's the same every week. But I've lost yeah. the one that Patrick wants, but I played this one instead. It's still from Tron, which, by the way, they're talks that they might do a, th- a third one, which is really, you know, a second sequel. Um, yes, please. And more National Treasure. I feel like tra- Disney I feel like Disney will approve another oh. Tron movie just so that they can get more backstory for their attractions. Mm-hmm. I think they'll approve it just for more Disney Plus content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Artemis full cry in the corner. I'm, uh, I'm on the I'm on the Mixler chat. Ben, you need to rename this file. Why? Quiz. Oh, yeah. So apparently I keep putting 2Z <laughs> at quiz. I'm sorry. I'm foreign. I feel like that's cute, though. I, I thought it was just a, a cute thing, and then I realized, you didn't know, and then I thought that was even cuter. It's endearing. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cute. I didn't realize that you could see the name of the songs at first, and then Seb was like, you need to rename all of your songs because we can tell you ripped them off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, anyways, so is there is there a theme this this week? And do no. we still have to scream our name? Yes, please. Okay. Um, there's no theme this week. Um, it's just have a bit of Disney trivia, mainly parks. Um, anyway, okay, great. Let me open. <laughs> Sorry, we've been talking for the past like a long time, and I haven't opened the file. Great. Okay, ready? Okay. Right. Say your name before you answer. If not, it doesn't count. Question number one. <sighs> What four-word phrase, largely associated with the TV show The Twilight Zone, appears above the photopass-enabled cash registers in Tower Hotel Gifts? Jeff. Yes, Jeff. I think it says picture if you please. No, that's not correct. Ooh. Close, but not correct. Darn it. Mm. Is everyone waiting for the chat to get in? And they're like, oh, me. <laughs> ben. I can't see this. It chat. says, ben. The Saint Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be proud of it. Can I get half a point? <laughs> no, does that even know? No. Jeff, you really went off, but I can't give you the point because it wasn't that. Does it ever give up? I think what it is now. I, I actually. I have it in the I chat. I really thought it was that. Is it a quote from from the video? It's a quote from like the TV show because he said it at the start of every episode, and it was like a. Oh. Okay. No, uh, God. Okay. It's picture if you will, not picture if you please. Oh. Um. Because uh, yeah, he was yeah, like picture yeah, if you will, and he gave like the the scenario of the week. There you go. Yes. Well done. And it's a it's a great show, by the way. If anyone's never watched it, the remake is even pretty good. I watched the, the remake that did there recently. I thought it was pretty good. I haven't um, seen it yet. Okay. Is it on any of the streaming services? Yeah, it's called Port Locker. Anyway, next number two. Streaming services are available. Um, okay, the question number two. Which company... Uh, oh, no, sorry. That's not question number two. Um, number two. What is the role of Stephanie Young within the Walt Disney uh, Company? I know this. Oh. If you know it, you need to say your name, Elliot. That's how it works. Oh. <laughs> it's really hard to speak. Oh, uh, thank you. Elliot, Elliot. Elliot. Oh, Head of content distribution for Disney+. Plus. No. Oh, different... Well, the, I have absolutely no idea, though. Nobody? No. Nobody? No. She's managing director at Hong Kong Disneyland. I just thought... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Tough yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, great I job, thought, but like, tough job because thought, the park like, is... Female, a... Females at the head of parks. I thought that would be a thing that people might know. Um, okay, next. Number three. Which company spawned... Oh, I didn't research this one again. It's just from my memory. So if it's wrong, I'm sorry. Which company, um, which company sponsors the Main Street Vehicles attraction at Disney on Paris? Oh, Ben. Ben. Hertz. Yes. And if somebody else has another thing to say, I'm sorry, but that's just what I thought. Next. 
Number. This is a new type of question, so we'll see how good how good you are with anagrams. Oh so no, I, I hate have, anagrams. I, I have an anagram, and you have to rearrange the anagram to form the name of an extinct Disney attraction. Uh, anagram. <laughs> the anagram is among dread. Among Dread. Among Dread. It's hard when you don't see the letters. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to spell it. Well, there you go. People have gone in the chats. I don't want to steal the points. I feel like Ash Ash should get the point. Oh, yeah. And it's an extinct attraction. Ash Ash should That's good. I Ash playing then because I'll just put his name down because he already has two points. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ash is winning the quiz. Yeah, Ash is winning the quiz. Bring him in. Bring him by in. the way, it is it is Armageddon. Ash, it if, is you, Armageddon. Ash if you send me if you send a, if you send me a, a a request, I could add you to the quiz. <laughs> right. Okay. Next. Uh, right. Question number four. Um, okay, uh, which Disney friend's middle name is Fauntleroy? Is what? Jeff. Jeff. It's Donald. Yeah, correct. Fauntleroy Duck, Donald Fauntleroy Duck. Okay, next. What is the name of Maleficent's Raven Psychic? Oh, darn it. Um, Darren? Darren? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> is, is it Goon? No. no. I think that's one of her, like, her, like, soldiers things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it Bob Chippick? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> no, it's... Um... My AP's gonna stop working. <laughs> Does anyone know? Uh, I actually have no idea. It's Diablo. Oh, yeah. People are like learning today. This is like Disney school. Okay. Well, this one, this one, I hope, hopefully, somebody will get it. Um, okay, next question. What? Okay, I have to read it because there's a lot of words in this question. What's full? I'm looking for the full. I don't want like half of It needs to have all four. What's the full, full word name of the unique e ticket anchor attraction in Shanghai Disneyland's Tomorrowland? What is the full forward name of the unique e-ticket anchor oh, attraction ben, ben. in Lands Tomorrowland? Ben. ben. It's it's Tron Light Cycle Power Run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Does anyone else not love how Disney attractions can't just be the Spider-Man ride? It's like Web Slingers, the Spider-Man Adventure. I'm like, I think yeah. Ratatouille, l'aventure totalement toquée de Rémy. Well, it I has to of... it has to inspire, you know. To like it's give you story. some kind of story but in I the love, name. I love how they kind of came up with this crazy like you know for Red Stewart it's like Red Stewart, and then like for all the marketing, it just went yeah, let's just call it Red the attraction. Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wasn't the original name Ratatouille the Ride, and then someone imagined it. No, the original was supposed to be um, Kitchen Calamity. No, and then it was Ratatouille the Ride. Isn't that I'm sure, is... I'm sure a sign got put up saying Ratatouille the Ride? No, they never put that sign up. 
Kitchen Calamity, is that what they're calling in Florida? No, they're calling no. it something else in Florida. Um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Oh, boy. Even wow. worse. <laughs> just gone for adventures, basically. That's basically what it is. A spider, web, spider, web singer, a Spider-Man adventure. Great. Let's just Everything has to be an adventure. Um, but I mean, <laughs> do you remember when they the first sign of Ratatouille was like a giant like cooker with a? Yeah, I actually liked that. It was very. Like, flat. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was flat, but then they put up the new one. It's like okay, well, yeah, that is better. Yeah. Well, someone at Imagineering was like, uh, no. no. <laughs> we, we, we're but they actually put that, <laughs> they put that on the park map, by the way. Like, that was the one. Oh, it yeah. was a yeah, really yeah. late swap out because they put it up in April, May, and the press event was in June. So, like, that's the kind of quick turnaround that that one got taken away for. Yeah. Well, the whole sign was up and, like, lit and functioning. It was just done with the ugly one. Yeah. And then they just removed it. Yeah. This was this was the very beginning of like my social media Disney career. <laughs> uh, I was already out and about. You were. Were you were you at the press events? Uh, yeah, I did actually. I was at that one. Yeah, and that uh, was fun. Jonathan was presenting. He was ambassador, right, at the time. Yeah, yeah he was the ambassador. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Colgate Smile, right? That was that was still Philip uh, Gass. Philip Gass. Philly Gass. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gass. And Bob Iger came for yeah. that one. Yeah. And God, God came. The, the last Bob uh, Iger come to Disneyland Paris and was like, "What the hell is a Disneyland Paris?" <laughs> no, <laughs> well, came, like, that's not true. What he comes to he comes to Disneyland Paris oh, quite a lot. I'm I'm joking. I'm just mean like in the fact that Walt and the Imagineer were like, "What's a Disneyland Paris? We haven't been here in so long." Uh, that was his. Um, that was very much his last public appearance at Disneyland Paris. He no, hasn't done last, anything since. No, he came to he came to look was, at uh, 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 Phantom hmm? Manor. He came be- right before the Phantom Manor refurb. Yeah, he came to look at it, but he never stood on any stages or anything. Oh like, no, 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 no. Oh, well, we all um, thought Bob he was come. We Luke all thought Bob, funny fair. Bob C comes quite often, doesn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, Luke well, found the Ratatouille the ride. Patrick. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Did Patrick make another dirty joke? Because in the next segment we're going to talk about his quiche. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is there more quiche questions, size. or are we are we done with the questions? <laughs> Patrick? Oh, no, we put, we questioned. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, January 5th. I don't know what question it is. But Ash is tied with Ben on two points. Um, January 5th, 2020 was a defining day for attractions at Disneyland Paris. What happened? And it's only the thing I've written down, not something you've imagined. January, January... 5th, 2020 was a defining day for attractions at Disneyland Paris. What happened? Ben, was yeah, it, was it the closure of of tram tour? Yeah, uh, yeah, that happened this year. Yeah, was there something else? I feel like there was something else. No, I think that well, it was the last day for Blockbuster Cafe as well, uh, for Restaurant des Stars as well. I think. Oh God, who don't know them? Oh. No, but I just thought I just thought <laughs> because it feels like a studio transfer closed like four years ago. 
It does, doesn't it? It, it really does. does. Well, the, well the, there's, the, no, there's, no, there's no trace of it. Might as well. The, the loading station got flattened out in like not even a, like a few weeks later. It went, it went quick, didn't it? Poor Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Been going around for years. Like <laughs> the only the only good thing of COVID nineteen is it's probably saved us from the cast trap tour. I don't know. I feel like this is going to go ahead. Maybe not in August, but I feel like we're going to get it. They need the capacity. Imagine that. Imagine though, if if they actually if COVID came a bit later, and then it meant that Santo was saved yet again, wouldn't that have been oh. wild? Yeah, that'd be worse. <laughs> no, <'cause> then, <laughs> they, they needed it for this summer before Avengers Campus opens, and they won't have this summer season anymore. But I feel like they still need it when Avengers Campus opens because people are going to come to Walt Disney Studio Park and sure enough, we're going to have boarding groups for campus because that's literally the only exciting thing happening in that park with Tower Terror. And so people are going to come in, they enjoy come in, campus, and, and then go, oh, that was good. Shame about the rest of it. Yeah, I well, well, no, well they'll, go to, they'll go to Tower Terror, which is nice, and then go to Watatui, which is a nice area. And then in the middle, you just have to kind of close your eyes. Toy Story Playland is pretty. It's just a cast member blindfolding you and leading you to Ratatouille. <laughs> oh, that could be a concept. I mean... <laughs> it's like that Netflix film with a blindfold. Oh, no. Uh, no. What? Bird Box. David, bird tell box us more. No, no I remember was... that bird, bird Box film where they all have to wear uh, blindfolds to go outside. Oh, no, I don't know. That would be your... And you sort of seen it. Oh, okay. Well, you guys can send me, send me the... It's on Netflix. You can use it on Netflix. It's fine. You don't need Putlocker for this one. Okay, okay next one. Um, <laughs> what town... What town... I can't remember if this was a question before, so if it was, I'm sorry. Um, what town is Disney on Paris twinned with? Oh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. It's Dinan in Belgium. I this now that you're saying this, I definitely think I did ask that question before. So sorry about that. No, no, no I don't think you have actually. I think no, maybe, no. maybe you've used that question on our sister show on Sunday night, the French one. Yes, tune in half eight. It's fun. Okay, Cause, um, cause Patrick, and, and Patrick and is and also and... a game master. If you speak French, you should watch our YouTube channel on Sunday nights because well, our Sim is uh, hosting the YouTube live. We're not, all we're not, live on two days a week now, DLP report. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that. Well, I was like checking in last night and checking in tonight. But I, I, we Sam comes up with lots of the questions there too, so I have some hats. So if I okay. go and listen to the one next Sunday, I get all the questions in advance. <laughs> no, because they change, they change all the time, so I don't reuse them. I think. Mm. Right. Does, uh, hey. does, sorry, does any, does anyone know what towns twinned with Disney World? Ah, oh, I have no idea. Swindon. No way. Really? <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true, isn't it? Now you said true. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Who decides those things, really? Okay, next question. What's the name? Oh, this is one that you are all going to get, so just say your name first. What's the name of the bar in Sequoia Lodge? Oh. Oh. Oh god. Oh, no. Ben, Ben, is it be- is it oh crap. No, I don't yeah. know. Is it Beaver's Creek? No. Tavern. No, it's Beaver no. Creek Tavern? It no, there's a that's downstairs. Jeff? Hunter's Grill. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can drink there. I'm sorry, they have alcohol down there. <laughs> um, 
I think I know it. Jeff. Jeff. Is it the Redwood Bar? And there's Redwood Bar, yeah. And Redwood Bar and Tavern and Lounge. Jeff. And human beings? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What's your answer, Jeff? Oh, Redwood Bar and Lounge. Yeah, let's go for that. Yeah. Thanks, Ash. I, I, I really like that bar. I go there all the time. Has, it your, bar. has your biggest has your biggest chimney, as far as I'm aware? Right. Yeah. Does it? Mm. Huh. It's a really remember, good bar, actually. I remember they did, remember they did it up and put like a series on YouTube about how they did it up to be a Bambi themed hotel, and there was this chick walking around and telling us having. I remember that was a fact that was on. I can't remember my like I can't remember my bank code most of the time, but I can't remember like stupid facts that are only useful. For <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. The only video I remember about Sequoia Lodge is um, the the song. Oh yeah, I remember that. I can I can't watch any videos about Sequoia Lodge because by the time I got back to the hotel at night, there's nowhere to plug my phone in. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, see, I see what you're looking at, Patrick. Next question. I had to. St- I had to stop myself from laughing. It's Europe's biggest lingerie section, so I'm told. What is the well, story? I, I feel like. I, I, I feel like having having accents, David. Where we're kind of we know what we're talking about. Uh, next. Question is Jeff ready? I'm ready. What was the name? What was the name of the show played for one season in Studio Theatre for the 2008 Christmas season? Oh my God! Uh, Elliot. I'll take either Elliot. I'll take either English or French, whatever you want. It was like um. No, I wanted it to be exactly the correct answer though. No, because we had a name for it in our group chat. <laughs> and that's the one that's It is now called Ding Ding Dong, or Ding Ding Dong, or Dong, or Dong Ding Dong, or... I actually know this. There's if, no Dings, no Dongs. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Order in the, order in the Skype chat. Elliot, what's your answer? I default to Jeff. It's like Donald's Christmas. No, it's under like Ding Dong Dong. It does have Ding and Dong. Okay. So we'll Jeff. Ding Dong. Jeff. Hi. <clears throat> what is the English oh, name? It's it's called Underwear Ding Dang Dong. Yeah, correct. Oh, what is the English name? I have Mary no idea. Jo- Mary Jolly Jingles. Oh. And yeah. I watched, I remember I saw that in real life and I was like, what is everyone going on about? It's not that bad. And then I watched it on YouTube today and I was like, yeah, it was terrible. Yes. Um, I remember like going hands. in and I was like, you go in and they're playing this Mickey short because I went in after they reworked it a little bit because it was that you had this little singing song, then you sat and watched a 10 minute Mickey short and then they sang a bit more. So I was walking in and you missed half the Mickey short. And then it's like Donald goes all around, plays with some tinsel. Olaf pops in, Donald comes back with some more tinsel and what the hell? And someone, yeah, but it, it, someone it was, was writing, writing cards tinsel. at some point. It was writing Christmas cards, but then like in the ends, like no one's... No one's like done it anyway. That way, everyone wanted to sing their favorite Christmas song, Let It Go. Um, so they were like, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and but, it had the world's and... longest, longest tinsel, didn't it? It was huge, that piece of tinsel. Yeah. 
Both <laughs> like the chimney at Sequoia Lodge. <laughs> there you go. Um, and, um, and I'm going to plug because uh, Donald did have a cute outfit with his hat had a little snow on it, like sewed in. Yeah, and, that was fun. And so tune in to the our new section to Daily Donald every morning starting today. And uh, you can see this costume again very soon. Have you run out of many costumes? It's not that well. It's not that we've run out of mini costumes. I'm sure. I'm sure we could have sourced more mini costumes. But it's been five weeks, and you know the girl's tired. <laughs> She's tired of changing. She's been in a changing room for five weeks, and so you know we're just switching it up. It's just just after mug of the day, isn't it? Yeah. It is after mug of the day. Yeah, I mean, our account has become so predictable, but you know it keeps the fun going. <laughs> and Darren, especially because you're winning the mug game with all your amazing mugs. It just. We got uh, we got a fair few months of this still to go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to switch up. We're gonna have like fridge magnets of the day or something. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We're gonna have to. Start... By the end of it, it'll just be like alcoholic drink of the day. We'll just... I'm gonna start <laughs> buying mugs on Shop Disney so I can keep doing it. <laughs> just Google images. I'm just gonna have like ten delivered every week and <laughs> just like no. Um, is there is there more question, Patrick? Pa- Patrick? 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 There's one last question. Hi. There's one last question, but it's only for Ben and Jeb because you're both tired on four points. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Bring it. It's like a face off. uh, Yeah. Dim the lights and things. There's some tension music. It's tired. Darren, Darren, just cough if you know the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, topical. Topical. (laughs) Okay. According to the plaques installed by World of Disney and to the nearest 500, how many kilometers separate Disneyland Paris from Disneyland Resort? And Jeff, you can go first. What? Oh, uh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to say something random now because I have absolutely no idea. Nine thousand two hundred. And Ben, I think it's a little bit more. I think it's like eleven thousand. No, it's nine thousand one hundred and two. Congratulations, Jeff! You're this week's winner. Okay, that was an All absolute right. guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, what is the total? Like, okay. What is the total? Total the, the total countdown. I can't speak tonight. So, um. David, Elliot, and Darren, like, uh, you'll have a better bad time. Bad week. Ash, bad, bad week. Ash, yeah. is on, Ash is on two points. Well done, Ash. Um, ben, you're Who's not on, even on the call? Ash, <laughs> ben, you're on three, and Jeff is on four. So congratulations, Jeff. Well done. That was good. That was, that was the hardest one yet. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yay. Thank you, Patrick, for putting it all together. You're welcome. I'm not, doing, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing it themed next week unless I really have to. You might do a theme or you're not doing a theme? No, I'm not. Because no, I know Elliot was like, I'm one. I'm one of my stars on Prairie Quiz. And if you do do a theme, don't announce it. You just, just do it. But like last week I did, oh, the week before were eliminations. I personally thought that was hilarious. That was <laughs> so <one>. good. <laughs> but when... <laughs> When, but when it was halfway through it, you were like, Are all these questions about illuminations? I was like, I'm so sorry. Forgot to say. <laughs> it was very funny. I enjoyed that. So as a you know, as a perk, you get to pick the next song, Patrick, and which song have you chosen? 
Well, I've chosen one that's a lot less better than the first one. But the reason why I chose it is because it was the first attraction that I tried in Disneyland. So I Aww. actually Aww. went for... Oh, everyone together. Aww. Aww. Yeah, Aww. I went for space. For it's space. a goofy Sky School soundtrack. <laughs> no, it's the regular one, and I feel like it's a lot of fun. Because I wanted to choose another one, but Ben already picked it. So I was like, okay, I'll just choose this one. It is a fun uh, song, and it's like so retro and vintage. It has this like I, old sci-fi series yeah, you know, sound to it. it. I, I listen to it on the reg. It's on my phone. I love it. There you go. All right. Well, we'll be back in three minutes after Space Mountain, the original. My first attraction to Disneyland was Smuggler's Run. the last bit of the music where the train is just reaching the station. 
Uh, so, 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 we're talking guess, about. Uh, you guys can't hear this. So. I was like, what the hell is Ben talking about? I was like, this is not the word. I you know, we we're somewhere else. I do, I do give you warnings as to how long before we get back on the air, but no one's listening. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about like. Arnarchy. <laughs> what were you talking about? Light magic, Light magic in Disneyland. The what? Like, we were talking about how weird the end of Light Magic is with the kind of Celtic Maestro Electrical Parade. And then you came in and just like, I really like the end of it. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So um, Patrick had a question earlier, and it wasn't really about his quiche. It was about who does he have to... Wait, I can't say that on the air, can I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is like a not safe for work show, but that's very not safe for work. <laughs> Patrick was wondering who he has to um, call uh, in order to get a Mickey-shaped quiche because he was making a quiche. And it's true that are we going to get more themed food anytime soon? What do you think? No, no they're taking no. it away. <laughs> well, no time, no time soon. No. <laughs> well, okay. When I say anytime soon, I mean once it reopens. This, this is this is the resort that they came up with a frozen menu for Lucky Nugget that was Carlsberg, and next to Puente del Oro, they served um, instead of a frozen snack, it was cod soup. So, yeah. Cod soup. <laughs> If you put it that way. <laughs> to be fair, though, the Star Wars food was quite good this year. I must say. Yeah, the lemon meringue X Fighter thing was like sensational. Oh, even, the, even the cheese waffle, the Stormtrooper cheese waffle, was quite nice. I hope okay, so here's, my, here's my gripe about that waffle stand. I want a waffle. I want a waffle, and I want to watch the Star Wars A Galactic Celebration nighttime show with my they waffle. So why before. do you close an hour before? No, but can I just say one thing? It, like, where, like, could you, I don't think even two or three years ago I could have imagined a conversation when we were saying, I can't believe the themed waffle stand closes an hour before X because there was right. no waffle stand. So, yeah. like, no, but, but they like, did do this uh, thing where before Goofy's Incredible Christmas, they were like, oh, this is the stand with the mulled wine and he's queue for it. And they went, yep. Yeah, no more. Sorry. No, but then at the end of the day, I, 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 that's another thing. I genuinely think sometimes people from like head of whatever need to come into the park and like see what it is like to be a guest. And I don't know. I'm sure they do do it, but I don't know if they either see it and they just don't care, or if they like they make choices and put other things on, or whatever. But I feel like there is a lot of money. Like we've been talking about a lot before on the show. There was a lot of money being left on the table, but that's because I don't know if they can they make choices to have like because we know food stands in general or food restaurants in general after like five o'clock it's like impossible to get food most places regardless of the show. I, I would just shift it because I just I think surely you've got a captive audience of people waiting for the show doing nothing. Do you have people like queuing up for food at eleven a.m. when these stands are opening, like? Well, sometimes, but I feel like also it doesn't have to do with like, you know, French laws and like working hours and just like managing, uh, you know, the number of cast members. If you want to open it an hour earlier, later, you have to open later as well or something. 
I think it's a bit unfair to put it on the French because I know we all like I, I know whatever, but I think it's a bit unfair to put it on the French laws because at the end of the day, if you really did want to keep any, regardless of what it is, if it's an attraction, a store, a, a, a restaurant, a kiosk, regardless of what it is, if you really wanted to keep it open, you just have to like plan accordingly and have the amount of staff in to make that work. For, so yeah, you can't make staff work fourteen and a half hour shifts. That's fine. But like you can get two cast members in to work like seven each or whatever. I don't know. But I feel like there, if there there is a workaround around it, but they're just either they don't care or they don't want to or there's something else that's happening. I I, I know what you mean, but I still think that if they really wanted to keep everything open or key things open, they could. Yeah. Right. Like at least I would even be buying stuff on the way out as well. It's just completely. Like you, that when you're queuing for your when you're waiting for a show in the winter, you want to buy the hot chocolate. You want to buy this, you know. You, it's just oh, you're des- desperate, desperate for a winter snack, isn't it? And you have to walk mm-hmm. so far to try and find somewhere to then walk back somewhere else because it's closed. Or... The thing is, sometimes I feel like they should have t- only two lines of merchandise of of food. They should have. Just classics that are available everywhere that every, you know, nationality and every age range likes. Like, I don't know. I feel like Disneyland Paris needs to keep the donuts and the muffins because French people, they like their muffins and, you know, it is what it is. But then I feel like every location should have one specialty, not ten. Like, you know, I love that we have so many Star Wars snacks and everything and that's good for the season. But I feel like permanently every location should have something that's really like the flagship thing. If you go to Disneyland or Disney World, you go to like, you know, Gaston's Tavern, you know what to get there. There's like one thing you get. You can get other things, but like, you know you're going there for something. And every other, you know, food location has like the one thing that you go there for. And I feel like in Paris, you just go in there and like most food locations have either all the same blend the same, thing yeah. or or like the seasonal snacks there's like too many of them and they're just available everywhere and it kind of like oh, it, would... kind of, it kind of takes away from like the fun i feel like i want to go to like la brochante or something to get you know this one thing that i know is amazing and that i've been craving and it's pretty and maybe it's expensive but i'm still gonna spend money for it because it is the experience you know I was thinking just take the, the Magnum day. with Menu 4. I was, exactly. thinking, I was thinking the other day, what is, like, because another way when you think of the American parks, you think, like, what's the like signature, like, snack? It would be, like, Dole Whip. And what's the signature snack from, like, Tokyo? It would be, like, those alien mochis. And then what's the mm-hmm. signature snack from other places? But I was thinking, I, I actually thought to myself, what would be the signature snack from Disneyland Paris? And I was thinking... Or something like that. And I thought, how depressing is that? Nutella <laughs> muffins are pretty good, to be fair. They are oh, good, but I mean, they're like, you know, they come in frozen the night before and they just like, like, them they're like, just no stick, imagination. Get, Even get if they stuck a Mickey, and if stick them, to them in the ears, you know, make them a little. Or like even a ch- chocolate Mickey head to stick on top of it and be like, there you go. And it's like literally a piece of Mickey chocolate that you will take off in one like slab off your thing and you'll eat it. But I think again, I think it's just again, there's like a lot of things in Disneyland Paris or they don't they don't care or they don't know or whatever. And I'm like, it's so annoying because like when you think like France is like renowned not only for its patisserie, but also for like gastronomy. And, like, there's not a whole lot in Disneyland Paris that you're, like, you can safely say, hands down, this is delicious. 
you know, know and, yeah. and like what's really what's really like sad is that you uh, when you stay at like high park for example there is down the street this little boulangerie in val d'europe and you just walk in there and they have just like beautiful little cakes and beautiful pastries and i'm like what like and everything is like you know two or three euros sorry go ahead patrick no, sorry, but the thing is, like in France in general, and that's like I know, like you have to appeal to lots of different people, but like when you think of like French patisseries and whatever, it's quite in vogue, and French people are quite used to having a boulangerie around the corner that they can buy like a tarte au citron or like a chocolate brownie or whatever for right, like make two. It make a shape or, or, or put something so, like, on it that makes it yeah. original. So like add, add an extra like two or three or like make a brownie four fifty and have it in a Mickey shape or whatever. And then mm-hmm. there you go. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the, like I, at the end of the day, we know we're going to spend more money at Disneyland Paris. Well, if they even had, it, it, like, a small team of, like, uh, patisserie, like, chefs that were working and that was their job. Because they can't say it's not possible because when you look at the amount of bakeries that there is in France, it is. Like, you get Like, people the talent that, is there. Like, people, yeah, there, are, there are many schools and there are many people who are trained for this. It's France, you know? <laughs> I, I feel like they should just invest on on-site bakery to make all of this stuff. Yeah. I've I think what they do. That job. And they, they do it, they go up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning and they go off and make bread and then make pastries and then make, like, cakes and whatever. And like the the quality is phenomenal, and it's what two ninety or two fifty will be like. And over three euros, are like, what am I spending this money on? Because it's quite expensive. So like, you definitely could get a great quality for no, for like what four or five pastry chefs. Because in general, boulangeries in France aren't that. Like, there's not like hundred people working in the kitchen backstage. It's like four. I yeah. think I think Paris always takes this easy way out. So you know what sells? Well, I can get a muffin out. Okay, great sell a muffin then what's up okay madeleine here you go here's a madeleine like it's it's really easy stuff and i think that they just, just like conditioned the guests cookies you know the, the with the with the nutella in the middle the ones they did yeah, for and the frozen condition. celebration it worked for the lion king and jungle festival so now we're getting them for halloween we're getting them for christmas we're getting them for frozen we're getting them for everything right. and what they do is they kind of condition the guests to kind of boring snacks yeah. but i think there's also this whole they could just slowly introduce, like Patrick says, maybe you have, or I think it was Ben actually, you have that one interesting thing per place, and then you can start really beginning to play with things. Like once you've got people used to, oh, if I go there, I can have that cool thing. And then people will buy it because people like things that look and are kind of cool. Yeah. Once you get people used to it. At, if you look at for Halloween, they randomly had this really cute little pumpkin as one of the as the dessert of like the uh, Hyperion and Encolis. That was good. And it was lovely. It was like a chocolate pumpkin, and it looked very cute. That's and I'm caramel sure, inside. Yeah, it was so nice. So they and we went to nice we things. went to get one. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah, we we literally just we were like, "Hi, can we have just a pumpkin, please?" <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah." Yeah. But that's working on, like, going back to what you were saying, Jeff, and I completely agree, having, like, one thing in each specific location that does, like, a thing that's, like, unique to them, and I completely agree, but I suppose we're working on the assumption that that location will be open, because, like, there's a lot of places that 
you know, when was the last time Toad Hall was open, for example? Like, and even in Toad Hall, they have like an interesting like chicken muffin sandwich thing that I don't think they do in any other location. But like that was their one thing, and like fish and chips and whatever. I know they do that right. in other places as well. But like, I, I I like the chicken muffin sandwich thing was like their special thing, and I can't even remember the last time that location. You know, was. you know, in DCA you've got schmoozies, and they do that milkshake that's like a saucer and Mickey milkshake. Yeah. Oh. So you need something like that that's really, really, really visible so that when you're walking around the park holding your saucer and Mickey milkshake, people then turn to you and say, oh, that's cool. Where did you get that? But the problem the problem with that is, and that's one of my main problems with Victoria's, is that, again, they've preconditioned guests to spend 10 euros on a milkshake that has yeah. two milk chocolate buttons in it, and it's like, oh, here's Mickey. And I feel like that's like again. It, I went with Ash once, and the ser- I was admittedly it was just when I had opened. It was like a month or two months after it opened, and we had a terrible, terrible, terrible time in there. And I'll never go back because it was really that bad. But like the thing is, they're conditioning people to spend ten euros on a milkshake when, in my opinion, milkshakes are like common theme park fare. There's nothing like. But, 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 but I do think people would pay that. It's the queuing yeah. to get in there that's the problem. They're quite happy right. to pay 10 that's, euros. They don't the want to wait. Thing. They that's don't want to wait to get into these nice places. About 15, 20 minutes to come when you want to hook right. them. Just I'm imagine thirsty. you are I'm like thirsty. schmoozies. I'm thirsty. Yeah, imagine I you are now. like schmoozies. <laughs> and, you know, you could be churning out these 10 euro milkshakes like one people every 20 it. seconds or yeah. something. Absolutely. It's the speeds to get it out there. Go, 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 go. That's that's the and then they'll rake in the money and and then they can build on that to make it more popular and stop people bringing in their own sandwiches and their own packets of crisps and things. Well, now they're opening Pret in the train station, so that's not going to help anything. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, but people would perhaps not think about doing that because. Oh, yeah. they'd have to go buy pale. something if, yeah. if it was quick. Yeah, I mean, I think I... you need a really visible snack. That's like. Yeah, there is like the schmoozies an like, icon. milkshake because you it's so yeah, visible. At least one per land. It's all about advertising, isn't it? As you're you walking around the park, one per land, right. and you need to have a food guide and have at least one or two items per land. Like in Discoveryland, there's so many possibilities. Fantasyland is even easier. You know, where's the like pirates-inspired or Peter Pan-inspired dessert of like somewhere in Adventureland? You know, like but even in it. Disney World, they have like the Cheshire Cat's Tail, which is just a chocolate twist decorated with the purple and pink icing why is that not being sold outside the labyrinth like exactly yeah because you know you're just coming in or coming out of the attraction and it's just like the perfect thing to like complete your experience i've just been in the labyrinth i'm gonna have the theme snacks are popular because have you seen how many of those darth vader waffles they shipped in discovery land yeah have you seen like at christmas time when they do that whole do you know that like it's like should get like the puffed sugar with like a mini Top and whipped cream and like a chocolate sauce. I I like the, I, they sold that at the La Branchante and the Air Branchante is like busy all day with people just getting that because they're like, oh, that's cute, and they get it. But and the La Branchante really has like one cast member in there who's always overwhelmed, and you know, bless them because that must be a <laughs> shit location to work at. Like, it, there's so no room to it. have enough people in there anyway. I feel so sorry for the Chariot cast members because 90% of the time it is one person when really you should have one person on the till and one person making the snacks. Absolutely. So they, have to, yeah. they have to like take the money, take, put gloves on, make the food and do it all over again and it doubles the time. Yeah, and sometimes they're just will... waiting for your waffle to be done in the background and then they have to you know, do the till as well. 
Mm-hmm. Another interesting yeah. thing they've done at Disneyland recently in California is how do you jazz up the really boring old popcorn stand? In Paris, you get this really horrible gray or brown, right. whatever it is now, um, popcorn holder. Well, in California, they just said, okay, well, here's a vintage looking thing, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Remember when we had blue popcorn? Oh, I still remember the after effects of that. Remember when <laughs> everyone had blue mouths? <laughs> oh, uh, mm. and blue, blue other things. Something else. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally. I wish it was like you were internally themed for the twenty fifth anniversary. <laughs> I read about that. I read about that online, and I was like, I saw people were having like green shits after or whatever. So literally, when I had them, I was like, oh good, I don't have cancer. It's just <laughs> Because if not, I thought I was like, dying of cancer. It was like the, it's, I've never seen a green like that in my whole life. It's terrible. <laughs> I remember buying it, and I think I was with Alyssa, and I like the next day we met each other. We we're like, "Is your green? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the popcorn then." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one, this went away pretty quickly. I think people. I'm, I'm sure. Know, at least I'm sure people tried. went to city hall and were like, "So, how am I going to tell them this?" Like, I wonder if it was like Catherine, like, "Oh, I want to try the green, the blue popcorn." God, God, I feel you feel sorry for the city hall castman, but you had to, who walked in there, and they were probably not expecting the complaints they got. Like the complaints all day was, "My shit is green." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they've heard everything at City Hall. You know, every time I go in there, I, I always overhear a conversation next to me, and it's either like really like dumb question or it's really just weird situations. I'm like, wow, you guys do this all day. Bless you. But anyways, um, yeah. So food, snacks, man. I don't know. I feel like um, you know. I feel like they need to just clean up the whole department. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just get some new people in and like get the de- get the deputy head of food from Disneyland to come and be the head of food at DLP. Yeah. You won't last a day, you'd have a yeah. stroke. Like what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I looked at uh, the, I looked at the LinkedIn yeah. of the current head of food and beverage and like his prior experience is not in the right places. Oh yeah. You'll have to say you know, well, yeah. snoop on that. Um but but like you know you look at California food, just to go back to it, and they kind of came out and they went, well, here is a churro that has some sugar that we have made green. It's an infinity stone churro. And people went, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, if, you like, say it, if you say it loud enough, people will believe it. <laughs> no, but like, the thing is, when you got, I don't know about you guys, but when I go to Disneyland, I've only been twice, but like when I went each time, my mob, my email box was like burst and were like mobile order, mobile order, mobile order, because <laughs> literally mobile ordered everything. If it, if the restaurant didn't have mobile order, I didn't go near it. I was like, no, I'll just mobile yeah. order. They make it really easy for you to give them money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, like spent a lot more than I was intended. In my head, I was like, yeah, I'll spend like thirty dollars a day. I spent like a hundred dollars a day on food. Like, yeah, well, like, oh, should I get a drink? Oh, yeah, I can get a drink. I'll just do it on my phone. And in yeah, Paris, uh, it's like, oh, I want a drink. Oh, I don't want to wait half an hour. Oh, I got to Val That's exactly your... what it is, oh, oh, isn't it? Uh, yep. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like I feel like it's a lack of vision because they need to realize that mobile order, just like FastPass, 
are things that free up guests' time to go shopping, to go buy more food, buy more merch, mm -hmm. and to just walk around the park and enjoy the park and have a better time and come back because you've had a good time because you haven't had any negative experience. So you're gonna come back and spend more money and get another hotel room and all that. And I feel like maybe I feel like they don't they don't see that you know technology is the key to like people having a better experience and people coming back. You know, and people just coming <laughs> longer and having a better time and recommend it to their friends. It's like it's sort of like unlocks everything you want as a business. And yeah, so, if you make it easy for me to give you money, I'm probably going to give you money. Yeah, but I feel like they just think that it's like, oh, it's like a little bonus that we can that we'll spend on when we have time and we have money and, and you know, and when there's nothing more urgent. But I feel like it is urgent. It's urgent to like get those experience rolling because it's 2020 like you know people don't people are used to like i mean you go to mcdonald's and you have a giant screen you don't even talk to a person anymore and you get your whole order in like one minute you know and people don't want to queue 45 minutes for a muffin at nine in the morning and just miss all the you know extra magic hours and all that stuff how many times has anyone here been stuck in a queue behind someone who ordered three cappuccinos and it's taken way longer than it should have. Oh, okay. and I'm every, not time. Go, every time I'm not having a go with cast members because I do understand cast members don't have it easy but I do 100% think that at the end of the day open if you can if you can only put one cast member per kiosk open half as less kiosks then because at the end of the day you'll it will run more efficiently if there's two on it and not just one but like mm -hmm. I, I yeah. think there's so many times when I've been stuck behind people that wanted Three cappuccinos, two coffees, and a tea, and you spend literally twenty-five minutes waiting for. I yeah, remember one time at Fantasia Gelati, I waited at Fantasia Gelati for like half an hour before it opened because it was open on a two, and I waited a half one. I let a woman go in front of me. She ordered like two cappuccinos and an ice cream, and it was like quarter past two before the like. That's oh, because I, you've got to order. You've got to order two cappuccinos to get a decent cup size. <laughs> <laughs> it's true in Paris, yeah. They're so but, tiny. Yeah, but also. Also, you know, you, you're waiting in that queue and it's, okay, what do you want? The person in front of you, what do you want? Yeah, I want this. Uh, you get a drink. Oh, you get a drink with this, by the way. What do you want? Come over here. Yeah, yeah, come over. Okay, we've got the drink. Okay, great. You can go back to see your mum now. You get a dessert as well. Oh, come back, come back. And that thing, it just takes so long. And if you've got a mobile order, it's really, really easy. You just go on your phone. And you don't even have to worry about everything because you've got a list of stuff and you just go, yep, 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 pay. Exactly. So Although I have had, I have had experiences in Disneyland just to like give a balanced view. I have had experiences when I'm like, I'm here. And I was at um, Clarabelle's in Disney California Adventure because I wanted a root beer. Uh, yeah, mine took ages. And I stood there, and there was—I literally walked in, and there was nobody there. And I was like, I had already—I already pressed "I'm here" like when I was at the bottom of Brand of History. So I was like, walked in, and I was like, I'm here. And they literally stood and made me wait for ten minutes, and then somebody walked over to me and had a receipt in the hand. Like, oh, is this you? And I was like, yeah, I've been here ten minutes, and they're like, oh, I'll get it now. So like, sometimes it doesn't work. But a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened to me before. Fantasmic at—is uh, it Bengal Barbecue or something? Um, no, Hungry Bear. I yeah. Think. No, on the other side, on the Adventureland side. Yeah, yeah Bengal Skirish. Yeah, and so apparently everyone is getting their food before Fantasmic, and you know, and I had pressed I'm here when I was entering the land on the other side, and then I had to wait something like 20 minutes, and the show was about to start, and I was getting quite angry. And they were like, do you want us to cancel? It's going to be ready soon. And then it came out like a minute later, of course, but, you know. 
I was like, ah. So it doesn't always work, especially when it's busy. But well, when it, it does work, work it works times. so well. Yeah, yeah, it does work a lot of times, but there are times, to be fair, because I know we'd be shitting on Disneyland Paris, but sometimes in Disneyland it doesn't work either, so that's just not. Apparently I was I with think... Seb because Seb remembers the same story. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I think Paris wants to implement that kind of stuff. They tried it with Limberty, if you remember, in Uncle Lise, and that they kind mm-hmm. of actually worked because you picked a slot and yeah. because no one else was using Lime uh, Petit you've always got it. But that's just luck that because no one knew about it. No, the reason why that went away apparently was because there was a lot of no-shows. People would book a slot and then never turn up. That's because yeah, on police. You know, that's also, that's also the problem with uh, restaurant reservation. Remember, we could go to through the Belgium or Netherlands website to... Oh, you still can. But like they're gonna re- they're re- they're gonna remove it because uh, restaurants were complaining yeah, that they were half empty because that. people were booking you know six table service restaurant in the same day and like showing up to one if they're lucky and so all those tables would um, just sit empty. Pay, make us pay ten euros for the exactly. reservation. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Fine. And it like eliminates that problem overnight. I do feel like a lot of times, and I don't want to be like the stoker work, broken record because I love Disneyland Paris, but I do feel a lot of times that is a very easy solution staring them in the face and they will make move heaven and earth to justify whether or not doing it. Agreed. Because that online booking system worked really nicely. Yeah. Yeah, but you just need to have an extra page to put your credit card and it charges, it takes your number and then if you don't show up, then you get charged 10 euros or 20 euros or whatever. And then people will stop making like 16 reservations a day. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. really quite straightforward because it works in the US. If you don't show up in the US, they charge you 20 bucks and no one wants to be charged 20 bucks per person for something you're not getting. So anyway. You've also got to open your restaurants <laughs> to work. <laughs> I know. Let's not, let's not open. But that's another thing. Let's not start that debate because then we're going to be here until Halloween. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the parks will have reopened <laughs> the time we're done with this debate. <laughs> uh, should we go to another uh, musical break and then we'll take questions from uh, Twitter? And also, if you have questions in the chats, uh, you can put them now and then we can talk about it after the break. And it is my turn to pick a song. And it's also Patrick's song because, Patrick, you wanted that one. I then, love this song and I can uh, sing it a little bit in my head, but not really. Even though it's in Japanese, I feel like I've learned uh, Japanese just on that song. Uh, yes. <laughs> and it's a lovely, lovely, lovely dark ride in Tokyo Disney Sea. If you ever go to Tokyo, uh, go uh, to Sinbad's Storybook Voyage. It's just uh, so lovely and magical, and it's really well done, and it's really detailed. It's just lovely. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm not going to play the whole song because it's seven minutes, so I'm going to play half of it. And uh, and then uh, we'll be back after Sinbad's storybook voyage.
Sinbad Storybook Voyage. Um, so Abby on the chat was telling me that it's a Riskin from A Scary Story. Um, wait, are you guys back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it was very quiet. I'm like, hello. <laughs> um, I'm just yeah. reading someone in the chat who's asking um, about last week's full podcast. Yes, I have not put last week's full podcast on the feed and it is my fault. And I still have it, but I feel like now it's too late. No. no. But it was the birthday episode. You should do it. And we had that really cool interview. And then everyone can hear... No, I did put the interview, though. I know. Everyone can hear how terrible the show was after that interview. Because we were like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God. People need to know. Stop censoring. Um, it, was a, it was a three hour extravaganza last week. Oh my god. It? Okay, fine. I will put <laughs> yeah, both. Put it up. I will put it both. Was a good episode. It was a good episode. We fine. did a, 
fine. We went down memory lane and stuff. It was really good. Okay, yeah, I want to listen fine. to it, so put it online. And so Miriam also was saying, uh, can you see more of the episode and not just the latest one? If you go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Deezer or any of the other services, uh, podcast services, you can see the entire uh, list if you just look up GLP report. Um, so we'll, I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Okay, fine, fine. I didn't, I didn't know people cared so much. Uh, so <laughs> question, question time. Question time. Um, I have to find them. So we have. So it's coming, of, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Um, dip, 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 dip. I had a good one. I saw a good one before. I'm clearly very prepared. Oh, yes. I had a good one. Uh, Eduardo sent a few questions. Uh, thank you, Eduardo. And he said, What kind of DLP content would you like to see on Disney Plus? For example, uh, for him, he would like to see a documentary about the studio's expansion. I like that. That'd be good. Maybe we should maybe we should have like a documentary series about how they make the theme food. Six <laughs> <laughs> seconds or less thing. A bit of great. No, I know that people want to see stuff on Disney Plus, but remember we were talking about, I don't know if we were talking about this on the podcast, so stop me if we if we weren't, but remember we were saying that Disney on Paris likes to spend resources but in the wrong area? Yes, and like, <laughs> that was definitely and, on the podcast. And, and, I'm not, not, and I'm not saying, because I would love to see Disney on Paris stuff on Disney Plus, because it would be such a great ad for the resort, and people would be like, oh my god, I might go and check Disney on Paris out, whatever. I think it'd be great, but like I, at the end of the day, I think we have like much, much bigger fish to fry, and not unfortunately on Disney Plus. But that's only my like if I could choose, I, which definitely. But I feel can. like that's a different company almost. Like Disney Plus would yeah. be paying for the show. There are two pieces of Disneyland Paris content coming to Disney Plus. Um, they, if you've been watching the One Day at Disney shorts, there are two from Paris coming. Um, uh, one is with here. Cyril, the watermelon carver, and the other one is I can't remember her name. A pastry I, chef. I, yeah, it's the pastry chef at Waltz. It may I have, have been filmed. I have words for her. <laughs> well, but um, Waltz. But to be been... honest, Waltz is is good. So of course, if you're gonna showcase like California Grill or Waltz, yeah, hello, yes, Paris is amazing food, but this is not for like you know the mortals like us. I mean, Walt they they be. have been filmed and they are coming. And if you like themed food, um, a couple of weeks ago they had a really good one with the person that makes the toffee apples on Main Street at Disneyland, and it was a very good episode. And when you who see was, who, who was who was the guy who did the sorry who was the guy who did all the sort of um, themed area videos a while ago? Uh, he was looking Lohan looking at Main Street. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lohan 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 Lohan. Yeah. He's looking at Main Street. He looks at. Hollywood Tower. So if you extended those, that would be pretty fun content for Disney Plus. I feel like I feel like he needs to go deeper into the explanation. I feel like it's still a bit more like you know general. Public. Yeah, which which a, an extended version on Disney Plus would would give the opportunity for that if that was if that was the sort of content that that, that they could do. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be nice to like learn more about how the park works and. Yeah, or like maybe. You mean like a kind of. I, fo- one thing I like about cast one, members around, or I don't know. One day I really the one day at Disney thing that I really enjoy is how they've kind of they've taken out. It's not the Imagineering story. It's sort of like 
okay, so how does Disney operate on a day-to-day? And they're, they're basically infomercials, but they're really interesting each in their own individual way. I'd like to see more of them. I like them, actually. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see, like, how do they open the park in the morning? What time do people get there? Like, who's the first person to get there? What are the yeah. duty What are the duty managers doing? I mean, obviously, cast members know what they do, but like, it's not really obvious for everyone. I love this operation side of things. Um, yeah, so if you haven't watched One Day at Disney, all the little shorts, there's going to be 50-something of them. Um, do, watch they, them. They're really good. Are they released, like, weekly, or how does that work? Yeah, it's about five minutes a week. Um, this week was the facilities manager, I think, at the Golden Oak Ranch in, Calif- in California, yeah, which is sort of about 30 miles north of Los Angeles, and it's a big sort of studio lot that Disney own. Oh, and really? he talks about how he looks after it, which is really cool. Huh. All right, then. Um, next question, and that's, that's an interesting question because it's something that we don't really know about if you look at the uh, you know Walt Disney Studios expansion plan. Do you think Toon Studio needs to be fixed? If so what would you do? And uh, yes. he says, uh, carpets is a bit weird among all the Pixar attractions. And why is Buzz meeting in Toon Studio instead of Toy Story Playland? Um, what is going to happen to Toon Studio? Do we know? Oh, well, uh... well heard... the original concept art for it showed them expanding Toy Story Playland to create, to fill out the path that's going to go down the middle of the park. But then apparently those plans have been revised now. So yeah, because we're gonna know. get we're gonna get gonna get the ass attraction, alien swelling <laughs> saucer. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's not happening anymore because it's kind of not great. Um, well, it's exactly the same attraction basically as cars. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think you can rip out the flying saucers. And I think then you have a really nice Pixar land because you've got Cars, you've got uh, Crush, Toy Story, Ratatouille. And where you had the flying carpets, you could almost put, I don't know whether it's going to be big enough for a full quick service, but it might be big enough for a good snack stand with some seating. Yeah, or even the, easy, even the easier option if you just put uh, Inside Out uh, Emotional Whirlwind. And then just put that, that in there, or, or even made it into like a kind of a bigger, just even more meet and greetish area that can be like you know that Toon Studios up by where Mickey and Buzz meet. It's like so tiny, it's ridiculous. They could even make it into like a more kind of like a even just an area where like you can come out, have like a wall there that you can see, take photos at, and then meet like a couple of Pixar characters at like. 10, 11, 12, and 3, or whatever, I don't know. Like, do you can in front lot, they just let, like, Pixar characters run out there for a while, and they're like, right, see you later. Yeah, because, and also you could do, like, um, you remember in uh, in Hollywood Studios, they had, like, that sort of uh, Pixar Studios entrance. It was, like, it's like a beam with, like, some brick walls. Uh, yeah. They could build that from the end of Animagique all the way across to, um, to Art of Animation, sort of, like, close off that area nicely. You know those water features that are like these big balls and they just like have water that goes all over them and into a little pond at the bottom. You could have that as the Luxo ball. That would be really fun. Yeah, that would be, be cool. Fun. Yeah. I think Tinsu uh, because... needs a lot of help though because it looks just now it feels like it's like a very expensive carnival. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. well, it's, all, it's all like real, it's like kind of the things you would see at like Winter Wonderland, but like really well themed versions of them. 
for I most like of the stuff. Eventually, this all should be part of that theater district idea. Because it I'm would not, go, not it would go from well, well, out of um, yeah, because animation celebration and animagique is part of theater districts. Yeah, but like then you've got cars race rally next. No, door. but if you if you if you like wall off after between animagique theater and art and animation celebration, you could like close the land here. And then behind yeah. this, it's like Pixar, because then you, you get into Cars, you get into Crush, you get into Ratatouille, and you get into Toy Story. I think that does become Pixar land. I think it's the writing's basically on the wall, right? Right, I mean, mm-hmm. but are they going to do that, or is it just going to be like awkward as usual? <laughs> of course, um, Cars Tram Tour is going to be up there as well, so that's another car to Pixar ride. Exactly, exactly. So I feel like... You know, now's the, now's the uh, time. Now is the time to cone. do it. <laughs> and, and the crazy cone quick service location. Yeah, and, oh. and I feel like you know, if you're not going to build alien the alien attraction in in uh, Toy Story Land, then build, then build a new restaurant goes... because Toy Story is yeah. great for a restaurant, and they're making one in Hollywood Studios. Just copy it; it will be so cheap. Yeah, and then they were going to put another a, a big statue of Woody, weren't they? And have a second entrance. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, like the lakeside yeah. entrance, yeah, because then it's going to yeah. connect to like the lakeside. Oh man, mm-hmm. when is this going to be done? Oh, can't wait. I can't wait for it though. I'm still looking forward to it. I feel like it's it's in so long. Um, so let me get uh the next question. There was a question about Stitch, but I don't know. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, doop, 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 doop. Do you think Stitch fits the new theme for that area? In studios. What area? And uh, no, in studios. No. No. It's more. So what else? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the question relates to. <laughs> Stitch would be either at the back of Angelland or in Discoveryland, and that's kind of idea. Yeah. Um. Well, Jack came by with a question. He says, let's talk about Mission Breakout. <laughs> no, he said, just kidding. Uh, if you yeah. could bring any already made attraction to Disneyland Park, <clears throat> what would it be and in which lands? Ooh. Indiana Jones Adventureland. Oh, boy. Yeah. <sighs> ben, Ben, can can because I, I always, I, like, you explain it to me and then I understand that and then I don't understand that. Why do you not like Indiana Jones adventure as much as everyone else does, and I'm no. not attacking, but I just can't no, no, remember. I, know. Um, I just feel like I don't want to. I don't want to be all Bob Chapek on you guys, but I just feel like Indiana Jones is kind of like an IP that anyone under thirty just doesn't know or care about, and so you're kind of alienating already like more than half your audience. And well, good news is there's an Indiana Jones film coming, right? But I mean, you know. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be good? Is it going to happen? I know, that's what I was thinking. You say say there's an Indiana Jones film coming, but they greatly cancel things these days. I I think you're right there. Is it worth having a whole attraction about a movie that's not even made yet? I don't want a copy. I don't want a copy of a 25-year-old ride. Either, to be honest. And and the technology is quite old. I mean, it's the same technology that's in, you know, uh, the Cars racers, and that's in uh, Journey's Center of the Earth, and that's in... It's a good Disney technology, and... but um, do something. Have... Do you do something? Sorry, doesn't yeah. have that 
that doesn't have that technology. So right. like, well, I like the right system and they could clone the right system because they've already cloned it for dinosaur and they could just make something different with the same track layout and the same right system and the same concept of having like big scenes and fire and, and a Jeep and whatever. And it could be something to a more recent movie. Like it could be a Coco ride. It could be a Moana ride. You know what I mean? So I don't have anything against Indiana Jones per se. I'm just saying that in today's, like, you know, like, look at Magic Happens. I know it's a parade, but look at Magic Happens. Why is it so successful? It's because also they've had newer properties in it. And of course the classics, but newer properties are doing really well. And so I feel like... I thought that there's also something about, as you were saying, each generation having their own kind of memory, if you like, their, their own their own generation of of their movies we, we've got we've some of us we've got ours they, they should have theirs yeah i think generations i think because it's core theme it's just adventure right this is a fun adventure and i think that's fine like I, and i mean yeah, they already I, have the coaster I, and so you'd have like two etiana just rides next to each other i know they have it in in disney c but you know in disney c they just eat up everything so and money is no object <laughs> i think that a lot of times though yeah fair enough i know like a lot of the theme a lot of people like themes i'm having the tomato and whatever and i, I do understand that but when i i i'm i 100% hand on my heart i don't really give a fuck about the indiana jones movies don't really care whatever it's a thing i watched them when i was a kid i liked them when i was a kid i don't have any desire to rewatch them it's fine whatever but when i went on that ride i was the story that they told me was like mind-blowing it was like holy like mm, like i'm at a moment i feel like i've been to a temple and i feel like indiana jones saved me from a temple so i don't think i like and when you look at the right like the the wait times for Indiana Jones Adventure in Disneyland, it's one of the like even now with like Rise of the Resistance, it's still one of the highest rated like wait times in a f- traditional park day. It goes down a lot though. To be fair, that's part of the reason. Yeah, <laughs> it breaks all the time. Yeah, and that's in Disneyland. Never mind in DLP. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not against Indiana Jones Adventure. When I go to Disneyland, I go, I go do it, and I love it. It's a good, it's a good time. But I just feel like I'm also, I'm also. The question is not really for me because I don't like clone rides. Like I like to, I'm lucky enough that I can go every every few years to parks in the US or or elsewhere and experience those rides where they are. It's like, you know, I mean, I hear that Mystic Manor is amazing. Do I want Mystic Manor in Paris? Like, not really, because it's great that it's in Hong Kong, you know? And, you know, now Magic Kingdom is getting Tron, and I don't have to go to Shanghai, and that's fine. I don't think I don't think Tron should come to Paris, because I'd love to have it there, but I don't want to have it here. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but don't, yeah. But don't it does. It does very much, yeah. Yeah, but when you think, like, people kind of say that, because look, while the kind of like, so Walt Disney World get to have the clone, but what clone? Like we don't really, like Paris always seems like an afterthought, and I feel like sometimes people get a bit frustrated that there is a lot more going on, or it seems like there's a lot more going on in the parks than it is in Paris. If that makes sense, and for a lot of people, a lot of people like Paris will be their only kind of way to get to experience certain types of attractions. No, of course. I mean, I I agree with that, that sometimes it feels like Paris gets left behind. But also you have to remember that Disneyland is over 60 years old and Disney World is going to turn 50 
and Paris is not even 30 yet. So attractions get added over the years and also audience grow over the years. And also Disney World is a huge, huge market. People come from all around the world for it. Paris, people come from certain countries in Europe. It's just not the same type of market. There's just not as much money. And I feel like you can't compare like, oh, Disney World is getting everything. Yes, because Disneyland, Disney World makes like, you know, 100 times more money than Paris, <laughs> like to begin with. So, of course, they're getting more parks and they're getting more and also they have better weather and they're getting more guests. So it's just a big it's like comparing like a, a small shop to a big factory, you know, like that's what I that's what I feel like Paris is at the moment. And that's why the extension is so important is because it's helping us getting to that scale that people come from more than two or three days and people come from further away just to visit our parks. Um if, if I had to pick one ride, though, and there's probably a reason it can happen for political reasons, but I would pick the new Beauty and the Beast attraction from Tokyo and put it in Fantasyland if I had to pick anything from anywhere. Yeah. Right now, I think that's the one I would pick. Yeah. Because it's new. Because it's brand new as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... I have to say that before you've seen it, but it does look great, doesn't it? It does look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That or um, Pooh's Honey Hunt. That also, that, look, that thing looked amazing as well. Pooh's Honey Hunt is one of the best use of the trackless system. It's just um, it's just really well done. Like compared to Ratatouille, it's just like Ratatouille. Just basically, you could have a track for Ratatouille. Like there's absolutely no reason why Ratatouille is trackless. Like it doesn't really bring anything, in my opinion. Um, but like it poos honey hunts. Like they all like dance together and swing around, and then you get into like various stations around the room, and you just like switch over with the next one, and you just go and like twirl around. It's just like. It just makes sense for it to be trackless because there's so many ways these things go. With the Ratmobiles, they just go forward and just stop in front of every screen. You could just have a track, really. Um, I don't know. Sorry. That was my TED Talk on, on, on Pooh Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Ratatouille. We hadn't, we hadn't done a bit of Ratatouille bashing. Uh, I don't know. if I, I, I don't know which I, I would bring over. Uh, if I had to bring one... Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which attraction I'd want from other. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you go to Disney Sea, you have like you know Journey Center of the Earth and all those like crazy attractions. But these will never fit in Paris because we don't have that kind of theme. Um, Can we just take Disney Sea? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Third Park Disney Sea. Yeah, I mean, um, that could I be cool. I bring across. Um, there's this great thing in Disneyland. Um, I think everyone's heard of it before, but it's called the Railroad. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I've never what heard of it. Idea. I never heard of it. I don't know her. Do we think that now the Railroad is going to be just done forever? Like it's it's going to be ten years until we see it. I hope not. No, but yeah. probably. Probably, yeah. Probably the thirtieth. All right. Well, I yeah, think... I think they'd want it back by then, surely, right? The, sorry, they'd want it back by the thirtieth, right? What is back by the 30th? Oh, the, the railroad. They would want it oh. back. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, probably. Because anniversaries sort of like have a way to want them to have the parks really nice <laughs> for a minute. It's a shame that we have to wait five years. I know. Like, every five years, the parks are really great for a year. <laughs> Just go in April every five years yeah. and you'll have a great time. You will have. A lot of people do. <laughs> Ash says, "I hear doing laps on the rail off the railroad will be the next 5K course." 
can imagine everyone twisting their ankles. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> obviously it's a money thing, and now money is going to be God knows where, so we'll see. I just want them to finish the studio, the studio's expansion as planned, but, you know, we'll see. Um, that was my last question. We don't have a lot of questions today. Does anyone have any more questions? No? No? Anyone? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, it's been it's been two hours and ten minutes. Should we should we end the show for this week and say that we'll be back again next week? Ten already. Wow. I know. Mm. Um, who has the last song? Uh, David. David, that's your song. Oh, I think Elliot wanted this one as well. It was uh, Soren. Mm-hmm. Soren doing attraction songs. Mm-hmm. I actually have the uh, the queue and exit loop, which is kind of the same. That Jeff sent me over. Is that what I do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same song. It's the same, but it's a bit more like spacey. Okay, fine. All right. Well, everyone. Uh, oh, Miriam had a question. What topic? Oh, what was your question? <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, "Do you think we will have a show on a new Frozen Lake?" Yeah, they've said they've said that there will be shows on a Frozen Lake. So yeah, yeah. So we'll That's see. That's off as well. We'll see. Um, sorry, it's a few years off, so that means you know the kind of the bounce back from this will be over by then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the main reason to make the lake is mostly to have shows on it, and also to you know space out and have placement and theming, but uh, you know mostly to have shows on it probably. So don't have a bench. There's plenty of time for them to cut up from now till then. There's loads of time for them to cut the budget, so you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Patrick, stop it. We're staying, we're staying positive. It'll, it'll be a little pond by the end of this. No. Don't worry. Stop it'll be, it'll be a fountain. <laughs> it'll be a fountain. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, joining the show today. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. And I guess for the next three Mondays, oh boy. Um, All the Mondays until this thing's back open. Well, it's good because, you know, (laughs) we have something to do. People have something to listen to. It's the Monday night thing. So, um, yeah. So thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. I will put the podcast on the podcast feed um, in the morning. And um, we're going to finish with Soaring over uh, California. The best version. The best version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. And uh, stay safe, stay home, uh, stay positive, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.